Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a successful motivational speaker and trusted life coach, Nancy knows how you can live the life you want regardless of the challenges you face. Although she's legally blind, Nancy's mission is to inspire others to overcome obstacles and live life full out. Call in at 800-333-0001 to ask Nancy for advice on topics such as relationships, finances, business, health, and more. Just call 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy. Hello and welcome to the Living Full Out Show. I am Nancy Soleri. So excited to be here with you today. Now, we are talking about a bit of a heavy topic. We're talking about judgment. The various times in our life when we maybe have judged others or we have been felt, we felt as though we've been judged by other people and also judging ourselves. There's so many layers to judgment and how do we find the motivation to get out of that place of being tormented or bullied or just depressed to a place that's positive, optimistic, and hopeful. That is our journey today. So I want you to think about over the course of the hour, where in your life do you feel judged? And we want to get you out of that mindset to a place where you are truly living your life full out. We're also going to be taking your calls. That number is 800-333-0001, 800-333-0001. Also, in our next segment, we're going to have our inspirational guest, Ethan Fisher, who's going to talk about how he was accused of vehicular homicide when he was driving with alcohol in his system and did take the life of another driver. It's a very inspirational story, one that has a lot of lessons. It's very hard to hear, but I think we're all going to walk away feeling as though we got we got it. We got that aha moment. We got that lesson. So you don't want to miss that. Also, we want to hear from you. If you need resources beyond today's show, or if you have an inspirational story that you'd like to share with our audience, go ahead and reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. Again, that's connect at livingfullout.com. You can always hear um, any of the shows, this show in particular, by going to livingfullout.com after today and listening to all of the episodes. They'll all be waiting there for you. So again, judgment is one of those things where we have to take that moment when somebody is saying something to us and we feel 
that they're not right, they don't get us. We have to really put that moment into like a capsule and know that it's not true. You always want to try to find some way to tap into you, tap into your beliefs, your values. And it's easier sometimes to say that than to do that. But think about today in your life where you feel perhaps you've judged another person or where you might be even judging yourself. And you want to find a way to release that negative tension out of your body. It's really hard to feel free in life, to feel liberated, to to reach for the heights of what we want to achieve when we feel burdened, when we feel sad, when we feel depressed. And it's through this show and the support of the friends and family in your life, these are all outlets for you in coming to those people that know you, love you, that you trust, and telling them, you know, what is going on in your life. Again, if you feel judged, we want to get you out of that place and, and into a, a into an environment that will serve you in the goals and dreams that you're trying to reach. Now, I'm getting a word from our producer that we do have a caller on the line. We're going to go see, say hello to them and see how they're doing. Hello, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi. Hello, welcome. Well, thank you for calling in. How can we help you today? Um, so currently I am a hostess at this restaurant and I'm trying to decide whether or not if I should stick around. Um, I have a possible promotion, um, to become a server, but I'm not a huge fan of my management and I'm not sure if I'm going to be promoted or not. So I'm just kind of, I don't really know what to do. And I'm making okay money right now, but if I became a server, um, it would just be that much better. But I'm just, like, not super sure what to do because, like I said, I'm not a fan of the management. Um, They're not super fair to us as employees, and I'm just not sure what to do. Well, great question. And you know what? I've been there. I was a hostess once. I was a server, too, yeah. but I wasn't very good at it, <laughs> I, um, I'll admit. <laughs> but um, but here's what I'm wondering. Do you think, with the skills that you've acquired, could you go out and get a serving job, a waiting tables job now? Um, or do yeah, you think so you need that experience? Um, I have experience. Um I work at another restaurant, um, but the one I host at is uh, more of a, like a fine dining, and the average mm-hmm. like check per person there is fifty dollars. And so, the place I serve at now is more of just like a little hole in the wall bar. Um, so I do have experience. It would just be, I think, it would really help in the future to have experience at this other restaurant. Um, I think it'd pay off. But so 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 let's look at that. But let's look at that. You just said that it would serve you, that it would help you, right? Remember that this is not a lifetime commitment, okay? So what you might consider is giving it a try, accepting the offer, accepting that invitation to be a server at this fine dining restaurant, get the experience, allow yourself to be able to put that on your resume and, and, and talk about you know, what working at this restaurant was like. Now, when you go to another restaurant that's also fine dining, you're going to have a more enriching conversation because you're going to be able to say specifics to them. This is how our restaurant worked. This is how I contributed. This is how I was a great server. Um, I got such a such quantity amount of tips. I had reoccurring customers. That's what an employer is going to look for is those measurable results. 
So if you can stick That's- it in there and just kind of hang in there and, 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 and give it a whirl, I think you'll find out that you'll be the big winner at the end. I agree with you. Management that is not supportive is really hard to be around. But again, look at this as like your life journey, right? There's always going to be people that are going to be difficult. Right. There's always going to be right. people that are going to judge. And so by working with this management, kind of uh, playing defense and offense and just, you know, pre-thinking things through, that's setting you up to to more perfect your communication skills down the road. Okay? It's not by yeah. accident that, you're, that you've been given this management to deal with. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a super good point. I didn't really think about it like that. Yeah. So, so I say, accept that job, get the experience. And at the same time, start looking at other restaurants that you would like to go to and maybe go into those restaurants yourself as a patron and say hi to the manager and say, I've always been looking at this place. I'd like, I really wanted to check it out. In fact, I'm a server. I'd really like to uh, work here, they're going to see you coming in, eating the food, being on the opposite side. I think there's a lot of benefits that you can get here. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good idea. Right. I'm so, go for it. Absolutely. I want to hear you say it louder. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to go for it. <laughs> You're going to go for it. Exactly. So go out there, yeah. live full out. And I so appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thank you thank so you much so for much. all the advice. Thank you. You got you got it. Have a good day. Thanks. So I love that she's calling in about, you know, what she needs to do to move herself forward. Sometimes we're afraid of success. We're afraid of of being confronted by that you know, big, bad management. But you, the only way that you can get to the other end sometimes, to the place where you're exhaling, where you've reached those achievements, those dreams, is you have to go through the fire. You got to claw yourself through the trenches. And that's where the best motivational stories come from. Now, I'm hearing that we have another caller on the line. We'll say hello to them real quick here. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi, Hi welcome to the show. Huh? Hi, Jasmine. How can we help you today? Good. Um, I'm just, I am currently a junior um, at Rolla in, uh, at Missouri S&T in Rolla. And I just, I'm three years into my year engineering degree and I'm not sure if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm just kind of struggling if I don't want to live my life in regret. Let me ask you a question. Um, what made you go into engineering in the first place? Was that your idea or was that the influence of other people? Uh, definitely kind of the influence of my parents. I just really didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated from high school and I just kind of went with it. And now I don't know if I'm too far in to go back. You are never too far in. You are never too far in. Always trust your instincts. It doesn't matter if it's a major that you're trying to get or a relationship that you're in or just anything. When you get that kind of fuzzy feeling on your neck, you know, that spidey sense, and you're just not sure (laughs) if this is the right direction that you should go into, trust that. Because you're the captain of your own ship. You're the one that says yes. You're the one that says no. Now, here, i got some ideas for you, though, okay? I don't want to leave you just kind of wondering what's the next step. I want you okay. to go online. There are many career tests that you can take, uh, even personality tests that you can take. What you want to do is you want to explore, based upon your values, your interests, what would excite you, what would fire you up. 
And when you take those, those will give you some direction that you can go into. Can you do that for me? And then maybe call us back and let us know how things are going. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to. Awesome. Well, we believe in you. And just remember, it's all about living full out. You're well on your way by taking that stance in your life. Okay? All right. Everybody, thank, you. When we, thank you so much. Thank you. When we come back, we'll be with our guests. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? (laughs) Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. (laughs) I'm going to return the kayak. Just make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Don't you wish that getting your child to eat right, move more, and spend less time in front of a screen could be as easy as pushing a button? It might not be that simple, but you do have more power than you know. And you can maximize that power with proven strategies, tips, and tools from the National Institutes of Health's We Can, or Ways to Enhance Children's Activity and Nutrition program. We Can offers all kinds of resources, including fun recipes and activities the family can do together to show you the way to live a healthier lifestyle. We're not saying... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's easy. We are saying that it can be done. Take the first step today. Call 1-866-359-3226 for a free We Can Parents Handbook. And be sure to visit the We Can website at wecan.nhlbi.nih.gov for free information too. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. He knew exactly what to do. I had no clue what I was doing. We set up the rocket. We set up the rocket. Hit ignition. Hit ignition. And then... And then nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I laugh when I'm frustrated. Then out of nowhere, the rocket launched into the air. 
The rocket did get into the air. I've never seen anything fly so high. And then crashed into a kite. Look out! Look out! And then the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. A professional motivational speaker, Nancy can help you overcome obstacles and start living full out. Call in with questions live at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy. Welcome back to the Living Full Out Show. I am Nancy Soleri, and today we're talking about judgment. Times in our life when we feel as though we're judging others, we're judging ourselves, and all of that just kind of compiles over time to burdens and pressures just sitting on our shoulders, not allowing us to really reach for those goals and dreams that we have for our lives. Now, our inspirational guest today, Ethan Fisher, is a perfect example of what it means to live full out. He took a tragedy in his life, but he went on to get the lesson, get the understanding, evolve past that so he could advance in his life to live full out. Um, in 2003, he was actually accused and, and did commit a crime in terms of driving while under the influence, and he did kill another person, unfortunately, and was convicted of vehicular homicide. And he's going to share with us the story, the tragedy, the pain that he went through, but also how he found the light, how he got the inspiration to keep going. And that's really the quest that we're all in in this journey of life. So I'd like to welcome Ethan Fisher to the show. Hello, Nancy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, Ethan, I want to take our audience back a bit. Because while you may have been in one of the darkest times of your life when the accident occurred, you actually struggled with depression early on in your life. Uh, So much so that in eighth grade, you tried to commit suicide you started taking drugs, you know, you felt the, the pressure of social pressures of being a teenager. And, and I wanted you to share with our audience just real quick what that pressure was like. Well, the, the pressure of being a teen is, is hard on any teenager. And when you're dealing with peer pressure and wanting to be popular and going through puberty, your mind 
is going a million different directions. And for me, I became very depressed. I, I didn't like to talk to people. I had a lot of friends, but I was dealing with this depression that I'd basically kept locked inside for a very long time. And even and, at uh, such a young, even at such a young kid as fourteen, you were grappling with the question of what is my purpose? Why am I here? I mean, that's kind of a mature thought, a deep thought for someone so young. Yeah, i I didn't want to live because I didn't know what the whole purpose of my life was. I just didn't know how to handle depression and those thoughts that are going through your head and. And when you're 14, 15 years old, the world is such a big place that you don't feel like you have a place in it. And it took me a very long time to find what my purpose is, and I'm on that purpose now. And, and it's, uh, it's been a radical and very drastic change in my life. Well, I can understand that, and we're going to learn more about your story as we go along here. Now, you were exposed to weed as the first drug of choice that you tried, and and alcohol as well, really over your teenage years into your uh, college years, more so to fit in, right, the the social pressures. And at what point did it go from a social pressure to an addiction? Uh. I believe that addiction slowly began when I first started with the alcohol and it really started to take shape my senior year when I was drinking by myself on the way to school. Um, But then it really became a issue when I got to college and was free from parents overseeing, you know, school and coaches. So when I got to college, that addiction kind of took, a heavy hold on me because I was a freshman in college. I was living in the dorms and I really didn't think I had any responsibilities. And so I began to drink every day in college. And that's where that addiction really, I think that was really when it was the hardest um, in the beginning was that freshman year in college. Now, it's interesting because uh, you had mentioned to me, and this is really heartbreaking to hear, but, well, at one point you were drinking to socially fit in, because so many things were unraveling in your life in college, you then started to drink to die. Share with us about that. Yes. So, really, after my freshman year in college, I lost a college scholarship uh, for college basketball, and I was really heading nowhere fast. and. It got to the point that my second attempt at college, I ended up failing out of another school with a GPA of 0.00. And at that point, I was drinking to die because I didn't think I had anything to live for. And really, at that point, I started drinking every day, hoping that I wouldn't wake up. And it's really difficult to admit that, but that's where my brain was at. That's where my thought process was at. I just didn't have a care in the world. and. A lot of people around me knew that at that time there was something wrong with me. They just didn't know what was really going on because as a student or a student athlete, you don't like to talk about your fault. You don't like to talk about your insecurities. And so I bottled it up and that depression and, you know, alcohol, it just is not a very good mix. And it it sent me into some dark places. 
Now, it's your friends, your family, the people who really knew you best that did try to encourage you and in some ways protect you. And the night that the tragedy occurred, the accident happened, you actually did go to a party. In fact, your friends were good friends of your long-term friends of yours, and they had a bed even made for you. They didn't want you to have to worry about driving home. Just come over, drink, have a good time. But that isn't what happened, is it? What did happen that night in 2003? Well, that was the whole entire intent of the night was to to go to this house and drink with my friends and and stay there. We had no intention of going anywhere. Um, But that's the scary thing about alcohol is you can prepare and and think that you're going to be in one place at one time for the whole entire evening. But I started drinking wine and... From what I've heard, I started to have a weird reaction to how much wine I drank for the first time. And yes, I jumped into a hot tub and started to act a bit off. And everybody thought I went inside to the bed to go pass out. And a few, I don't, I don't know what the time frame was, but, you know, a few hours later, they saw that I left that bed and and started calling around trying to find me, and I was actually in the hospital um, after a blackout because of drinking that night. Well, and when we come back, Ethan, because we do have to go to a commercial break, we're going to pick up your story here because that's when really tragedy met hopeful and optimistic all at the same time in a strange way. So will you stay with us, Ethan, and everybody, when we come back, we're going to be picking up on his story. This is the Living Full Out Show. I am Nancy Soleri, and today we're talking about judgment. We're trying to get out of the weeds into a place where you can be hopeful, where you know that those, that legacy, those dreams that you go, that you're striving for, that they are possible. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. There are many sounds in your day to day life. There are sounds that wake you up, sounds that make you smile, sounds that energize you. And sounds that help you relax. There are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story 
Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, (laughs) that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a trusted life coach, Nancy will help you overcome setbacks and embrace all life has to offer. Call in with questions live at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy. Thank you for joining us. I am Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today we're talking about judgment and times in our life when we judge others, when we judge ourselves. And how do we get past that to a place where we can thrive in life? How do we even think about getting to that place when we're in such a dark one? Our inspirational guest today is no stranger to dark times because he was actually convicted of vehicular homicide when he was driving under the influence and did kill another person. And that dark time could have just been it for him, but he pressed forward. He he fought through those weeds, through the trenches to get to the other side and, and not just let all of those aspirations he had fade away for himself. So I'd like to welcome Ethan Fisher back to the show. Hello, Ethan. Hello. Hello, Nancy. Hi. Hi. So um, in the last segment, we were just talking about how the night of the accident, you were at a party and you had obviously had a lot to drink and you were having different uh, ex- a different experience from the wine that you had drank and were really kind of acting out of character but your friends figured you had just passed out and gone to bed, but you didn't. Um, as the courts would say, perhaps what you did is crawled through the window and went outside and drove. And what did happen yeah. that day? Uh, I do not know exactly what happened that night other than what was in the police report. I don't have any re- recollection of getting in the vehicle i don't have any recollection of the night after like my third drink until i woke up in the hospital to a nurse coming in and and asking her what happened and she told me that i ended up drunk driving and killing an innocent person so it was almost 24 hours after the fact before i even knew what took place and ethan who was that person uh, his ma- name was Bill. He was a 57-year-old husband, father, grandfather. I know this uh, is a hard question, but do you, did he die on impact? Yes, he did. Okay. He did not and see my I... vehicle coming. Okay. How fast were you was, driving? Uh, taken instantly. Taken instantly. And how fast were you driving? Um, from what the police reports say, I, were, I was driving about 70 miles an hour and mm-hmm. hit him directly head on. And he was and- taken away right away. Now, when you got the news at the hospital um, of what you had done, what was your reaction? What did you think to do next? The first thing that happened was I, I just started bawling. I had this overwhelming sense of what had just happened. And I can't recall exactly how long I, I sat in that hospital bed crying. But after a while, I regained some type of thought. And my first thought was I wanted to die. 
I wanted to kill myself. I didn't want to have to take responsibility for what I had just learned I did and caused. And a few moments later, I thought about fleeing and leaving the country. And then uh, I had the third thought. And that was the moment that God told me to handle my responsibilities. And from that moment, laying in that hospital bed, I've I've done everything in my power to try to make up for what I did. I can never do that. I'll never be able to bring Bill back. But I have worked my tail off to try to be a better person because of what happened. And it's not it's not easy because I have to live with the the guilt of what happened. I, I think about Bill's family every single day of my life. And it hurts. And it's almost been 14 years since the night of the accident, and it hasn't gotten any easier. Yeah, in some ways that you're the one judging yourself. You know, you, you can be sent to prison, but the prison is within your heart, within your mind sometimes, until you forgive yourself. Yes. Can you share you know, with that's... me... Yeah, can you share with me what, what was the sentence that you were given? And what did you serve? I was given a 10-year Department of Corrections prison sentence, along with a five-year parole sentence. So in the state of Colorado, it was technically a 15-year sentence. Uh, I ended up serving three years in prison, but I got out on good time because I took college courses. I did the military DOC boot camp. I fought fires. Uh, In the three years I was in, I never received one write-up. And so I got out early to the halfway house and spent a year in the halfway house and then was on what they call ISP, um, intensive supervised parole, which is an ankle monitor for two and a half years and got to my parole sentence and ended up serving all the way until April 1st of 2014. So I was in the, the DOC legal system for, you know, over 11 years. And going through all of that, you know, you actually excelled in prison. That's where you reclaimed your life, your education, and your focus on on tapping into your purpose and what you were going to do. Um, and I know today you're out there living that purpose. You're speaking. You're sharing with audiences about your story and and the choices that people need to make. But you've really disciplined yourself over the years. Do you drink today? No, I will never touch another glass or drink of alcohol that has the furthest thing away from something I will ever do again. Alcohol scares me to death. And And it would mess up my entire life. Again. And what happens when you're out at at a restaurant, at a party, at a social gathering, and others are drinking? Do you judge them? What do you think? I try to avoid those situations as much as possible. Uh, I hardly even go to fundraisers because I see people drinking. And my first thought is I want to go up to them and take their keys or ask them how I'm going home. But people do not like to be judged. They don't like to be criticized for drinking and having a good time. And so I avoid all situations as 
best as I can because I want to know how every single one of those first people are getting home. I don't go to sporting events because every single person that you see in a sporting event or a musician or at a concert, all these people are drinking and the majority of them are driving home. And it, it messes with my psyche because I'm concerned about every single person and how they're getting home. And I just can't take keys from some random person. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could. Have you spoken to, or did you ever speak to um, Bill's family, his wife, his kids, or anybody? I've never had direct contact with them. Um, I wrote a couple letters a few years ago, and some people have reached out on my behalf, but they, when I got out of prison, they had a restraining order on me. I wasn't allowed to go in certain areas of my hometown in case I bumped into them. And I just hope one day that they realize that I'm trying my best to prevent another family from losing a family member like they did. And and I know I can never make them feel better or make them feel whole because Bill's gone. And I can never bring him back, but all I can do is try to prevent some other family from having to go through the pain that they go through. You know, we can't go back in life, although we we wish we could. I know there's times in my life I wish I could go backwards and have a do-over. And if you could go back in time, and if you could, could, could walk up to that you that was opening your car door that night and stop him, what would you say? I, uh, obviously, I would tell, tell myself not to get in the car. But if I could rewind even further back, I'd tell myself never to drink alcohol. You know, alcohol was a downfall of everything that happened to me. And I, I wish that I would have never got caught up into that party scene of wanting to drink and be popular and cool when I had college basketball I should have been focusing on. I should have been focusing on my my academics. And those are the things I wish I could change. You know, oftentimes, Ethan, we we grapple with the idea of the why. Why me? What has been your answer to that question that you've asked yourself over the years? Well, I've, I've tried to look at it from a positive why me. Is that I wouldn't wish all the struggles that I've gone through on anybody. And I look at it as in that I'm strong enough to handle it and try to better myself and try to make a better world from from my past mistakes. And trust me, there are, there are times where I, I question why I didn't flip my car and, and kill myself before I even got to Bill. And, and I ask that question all the time of, why am I here? What's my purpose? And I truly believe now with the whole speaking thing that I'm saving lives and I'm preventing the youth from making horrible choices that they can't, they can't ever take back. And so that's my you know, why now is to try to try to be a positive influence. And it's interesting, Ethan, because that 14-year-old, that eighth grader that wanted to kill himself way back when, because he didn't know his why, he didn't have his sense of purpose. Now at 37, you are living your purpose. What does that feel like? At times it feels great. 
because I know I've changed so much. You know, I went from a GPA of 0.0 to I graduated with the President's Award in magnum cum laude and summa cum laude, two bachelor degrees. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Ethan, it's amazing. I mean, Ethan, it's amazing because you, like I said, are a true example of living full out. And I so want to appreciate you and, and tell you how grateful I am that you were on the show today. Um, we have to wrap up, unfortunately, how fast our time goes. But thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate that. And everybody, check out Ethan's story. It's There's more even to it that we could cover today. But thank you, Ethan, for being on the show. And when we come back, we're going to be taking your calls. Again, it's all about living your life full out, giving, giving past those judgments in your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. The following message is about Medicaid and CHIP, free or low-cost health coverage for kids and teens. Enrollment is open year-round. Hey, Voicely, give me the mic. Um, okay. Hey, DJ, let's switch up the music. That's better. So listen up, moms and dads out there. There are these programs called Medicaid and CHIP. They offer free or low-cost health coverage for kids. Things like doctor and dentist visits, prescriptions, and shots are covered. All the stuff that keeps kids like me healthy and in charge. So, as you can tell, a covered kid is a confident kid. And it means confident parents, too. To learn more about affordable health coverage for your family, visit healthcare.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. That's 1-877-543-7669. Yep, you could do something big for your family today because enrollment is open year-round. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And Sophia. They're going to jump out of trees. You can't stop them. They'll go down the slide head first. They'll make parachutes out of sheets. They'll balance on things that are impossible to balance on, like the back of a couch or a windowsill or a scooter seat. They'll run with sharp objects. They'll run into walls. They'll climb things that won't hold their weight. They'll put their fingers in places where they could get smashed. They'll drive their tricycles down steep hills. They'll bounce balls off their faces. They'll step on each other. They'll jump on each other. They'll invent whole new ways to put themselves in jeopardy. But one of the most dangerous things kids will do happens while they're sitting perfectly still. Kids who ride in a car without a booster seat are much more likely to suffer serious or fatal injury during a crash than kids in boosters. But amazingly, 80% of all kids who need them aren't in them. After a toddler seat and until they're four foot nine, boost your kids and don't let them down. Go to boosterseat.gov to learn more about the importance of boosters. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. 
Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Enroll, we say, take care, people, for goodness sake. Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. When you feel judged in life, you do have the ability to regain your life, to put those opinions and what people say aside. Remember, it's all about believing in yourself. What are your values? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? You don't want other people's judgments to reflect on you and take you off your course. And more so, be good to yourself. Let, talk to yourself positively. Know that anything is possible as you try to live your life full out. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a certified life coach, Nancy can help you to overcome challenges and start living full out. Call in with questions live at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. And now, here's Nancy. Well, here we are, final segment of the show. I can't believe how fast it always goes. And today, we are talking about judgment and how we can get past the negativity, the, the, the self-talk in our mind, and how we get to a place where we're out there living full out, we're enjoying life, because really there's a lot of good out there. It's just a matter of getting through the hard times, getting those lessons, and then evolving to advance yourself forward. Now, I, I'm getting word from our producer that we have another caller on the line. We're going to go ahead and say hello to them. Hi, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi. Hi, thank you for joining us. How can we help you today? Uh, yes, I'm a senior citizen, and of course, there's a concern of a lot of seniors, the possibility of having uh, assisted living expenses down the road that are, in today's world are getting very expensive, and some of the um, possible financial aspects, if you have any information on that kind of stuff. Well, I could actually connect with you offline and give you some more um, give you some more details on on resources of where to you can go to get that financial support. But I'm just curious, does this impact your life on a daily basis? This concern? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you speak up a little? I'm having um, a hard time hearing it. No, no problem. That's fine. Um, okay. The concern the concerns that you have around long-term care and the cost and all of that. Is that something that you struggle with on a daily basis? Uh, no. Uh, it's something that uh, hopefully is uh, down the road a ways, but with most seniors, you know, uh, any health issues could force you not to be independent any longer, mm -hmm. and you have to look for other options. 
Mm-hmm. And those options today in any kind of an assisting and living environment is very, very expensive, five to $6,000 a month. Or more. So, yeah. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, the best thing you can do is, is get, is get educated on it. And which is what I get the sense that you're doing and which is why you're calling in. But more so, I think when we understand the depths of our options, that's really where you want to go. So it's, it's not just the options of what can I get for my money in terms of where I would live? What are the services I would get? But also, what is the experience? Because we're all going to be there at some time, at some point, and it's really about knowing what's coming, right? I remember when I had to give up driving, I, I felt, oh my gosh, I, I, I was so sad because I had to give up the independence of driving. Mm-hmm. And I can only relate that to a senior who may have to give up their independence of living on their own. It can be frustrating. It can be scary. And it's like, what is that going to look like? But the best way that you, you control fear is, is to know, is to, get, is to get more information. So whenever you're having these thoughts, these ideas, the what if, what will it cost? Will I like it? How long will I be there? All of these questions, remember that these can be answered and that you do have the ability to get those answers to give yourself comfort. What I think a lot of times we don't realize when we're kind of in it, when we're in the moment where we're kind of having those anxious feelings or we're worried about something in the future, it's that fear that, that holds us back. And fear actually stands for false evidence appearing real. It's, it's not real, those fears. What is real is the knowledge that you're going to get when you do more research. When maybe you go to some of these facilities, maybe talk to a couple of seniors who are there. Do they like it? What are the activities they have there? It's kind of funny because my grandfather is in one of those assisted living homes and they have so many things available. I'm thinking his social life could be busier than mine if he wasn't 100, you know? I mean, he, you know, there's a lot that's available. So maybe starting to look at that chapter of your life when it does come with some excitement, with some, ex, you know, uh, the, the idea of exploring maybe new hobbies, meeting new friends, trying to put as positive a spin on it as you can. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh, yeah. As a matter of fact, we have a few friends that have already moved to that environment, so we have been exposed to some of the facilities, and um, most of them are extremely nice and, and hospitable. You know, it's just the overending plan of trying to put the finances in place, which would probably include, like, home equity at that point or something to uh, fund well, those kind of things. Well, that's a poss- that's an option. That's a possibility. But I have no doubt that you'll figure it out. And by asking these questions, you're well on your way. Okay? So I want to thank you so much for calling in. And, you know, we wish you and your family all the best with, with making this transition. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. And thank you. And for eh, Thank you. Bye. And for bye, and for everybody who is is listening today, I hope that you've identified where in your life that you feel judged, that you feel that pressure, or maybe you've been judging yourself for something, and I want you to give yourself a break. Take a walk. Call a friend to be that 
source of support. It's all about living full out, and you don't have to do it alone. I want to thank our entire Living Full, Am- fa- Living Full Out family that puts the show together. We have Rich in the studio, and Sam, and Elizabeth, and, and Adam, and everybody who puts the show together. Most of all, I want to thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another inspirational guest and taking your calls. But until then, here's to you living your life full out. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.